With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Opposition Research Podcast here on HawkeyeNation.com. My name is Andrew Downs. Each week I will find a beat reporter, blogger, or broadcaster that covers Iowa's upcoming opponent. If you have a suggestion for who I should talk to in a given week, or if you have questions you'd like me to ask, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew C. Downs. Let's get to this week's game. A big one for the Hawkeyes trying to bounce back after that loss at Purdue. Get to 1-1 one one in the season, 1-1 one one in the division. Iowa hosts Northwestern. A 2.30 kick and an Empty Kinnick Stadium, or mostly empty Kinnick Stadium. Iowa, a uh, again, 0-1. Northwestern had a big game, a big win over Maryland Saturday night. They are 1-0. The Hawkeyes are three-point favorites right now. My guest today covers Northwestern for Inside NU, where she is the editor-in-chief. It's Leah Asimakopoulos. Leah, thank you so much for the time. Thanks for having me. The Northwestern offense looked a lot different Saturday night than what we saw a year ago. You had 43 points, over 500 yards. Is it as simple as Peyton Ramsey, or did you see other areas where the offense has grown? Well, honestly, the offense has grown in pretty much every area that we could have hoped for as Northwestern fans. Um, Having a new offensive coordinator and Mike Bajakian definitely showed just a different tempo, a different use of all the weapons, um, and also just kind of having some new players stepping into some bigger roles who maybe weren't as big contributors last year, as well as the addition of um, grad transfer John Rain at tight end. He had a great game, but I think at the end of the day, it really does come down to having a strong quarterback under center and Peyton Ramsey played great. And, you know, last year that was Northwestern's biggest challenge, just not being able to find any consistency in the quarterback room. So things did look different, but against Maryland, you know, you can't, we don't know how that's going to, translate into other games as their defense is kind of weak but um it was it was great to see yeah I guess what's the sense in the fan base this week or, or maybe after Saturday night because I it's this weird season where we don't really have any context for any of this stuff yet and so we don't know exactly mm-hmm. how good or bad Maryland is and so it's hard to then put into context what Northwestern did Saturday night it is the feeling that it's more that Northwestern has taken a big step or that Maryland was a weak opponent and you, you kind of beat up on on a bad team that's a, that's a great point. I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, first, like at the very beginning, everyone was just ecstatic, very excited, saying, you know, Northwestern's going to be great this year. This is our year. And then a lot of us kind of had to take a step back and say, you know, let's reconsider, let's realize who we played. And, you know, Maryland is going through a rebuilding year. And that was us last year. And, you know, we understand what it what it means to go through a year like that. So, you know, I think, yes, Northwestern is significantly better this year. Obviously, we, even against really weak opponents last year, like UNLV and UMass, Northwestern still didn't put up what they did on Saturday night. So I definitely think there's improvement, but I think this weekend against Iowa will definitely be a lot more telling. 
Iowa fans learned the name Isaiah Bowser a couple of years ago at Kinnick Stadium when he just uh-huh. uh, he pounded the ball and and on the way to a West Division you know championship on on Kinnick Stadium turf, which Iowa fans hated. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> you know, an injury plague last year, but came back strong Saturday night. Uh, but then Drake Anderson also had a big game. Is this going to be kind of a two headed monster at running back? Yeah, I think. Um... You know, with the Bajakian called offense, he really does emphasize the run. So we did have high expectations for the running backs this year. Having Isaiah Bowser back is, has been really great for Northwestern. As you said, he had an injury plagued 2019 and really just didn't perform as we would have hoped like he did in 2018. It was great. So it, it was great to see him back. He did only average three yards per carry, so we're hoping to see a little bit more from him moving forward. But he was good for two touchdowns, so that was great. Um, Drake Anderson had that one great touchdown where he just dodged defenders for 37 yards. And um, he you know, was, ended up stepping up a lot last year. And I think with some more experience under his belt, we're definitely going to see the two of them working together. And we there are quite a few members of the, of the running back group who are going to get in there this year. Evan Hall had a pretty big year as a freshman last year and you know stepping up again he was good for a touchdown so I think there's definitely going to be a lot of depth in that room. How about defensively who are who are some of the big playmakers or maybe a position group to focus on that uh, that that's going to be the strength of the Northwestern defense? Well Northwestern's known for their their linebackers as of late the linebacker room is returning the majority of its starters we've got Patty Fisher, who is, you know, hopefully going to have a great year and go to the NFL next year. Blake Gallagher has been very consistent for Northwestern. Chris Bergen. We've got a lot of just strong linebackers in that room. An area of concern coming into this season was actually the secondary, but they proved to be the strength on them on Saturday night. They had um, their starting safety, Travis Willick, opted out of the season. Um, we found out about that about a week before, so there was a little bit of concern. And then starting our star cornerback, um, Greg Newsom, was ruled out with an injury. So there was a lot of um, nerves around that room with some younger, less experienced players stepping up. But they were awesome. The, they had like three interceptions um, as a group and definitely stepped up. So overall, Northwestern's defense is Looking strong again. They're pl- they played a weak Maryland opponent, so we'll see what happens against some of Iowa's stronger receivers. But um, I think both of those groups are definitely looking good this year. Yeah, from the Northwestern perspective, and again, without much context, no non-conference games to look at. And I, I can't imagine you've watched Iowa's game with Purdue, you know, several times in the last couple of days. But for, from mm-hmm. your perspective, what, what's the most dangerous part of Iowa's team this year for this game Saturday? Well, I think the thing that Northwestern's kind of most concerned about is rather than the offense is the defense. Um, I think Iowa's front seven has always been a challenge for Northwestern, and that's kind of something that they're looking for, looking to, and looking to kind of attack and and be able to work around. I think from an offense's perspective, while Iowa maybe you know didn't have the strongest game against Purdue. They do have a lot of returning weapons in the receivers, and I think that's definitely always a concern. And with this inexperienced secondary, it's one of the for Northwestern is one of those things that you know one day they could be great, the next day they could get beat up on. So you know, I think one week is really hard to tell how a team's going to be. Obviously, Iowa struggled against you know um, David Bell and some of the stronger uh, players from Purdue, but I don't see that being a trend for this season. So I think Northwestern's really going to have to step up on both sides of the ball. 
I think it's safe to say that, that most Iowa fans have a bit of a complex about Northwestern. I mean, you guys have been a thorn in our side like uh, year after year. It's a game that, that I think <laughs> Iowa fans kind of look at with trepidation. You know, partially the Pat Fitzgerald and Kirk Ferentz thing, uh, but there, there's mm-hmm. a lot that's gone into that over the last you know decade or so. What, what's your sense of how Northwestern fans see this game and kind of see Iowa's program as a whole? Yeah, I think it's a very similar perspective from Northwestern. It's it's this rivalry that not isn't like a rivalry on paper, but it's just this understood game that like both teams want to win more than most others. And you know, any Big Ten West game is going to mean a lot this season, especially with such a shortened schedule. Like you really just you got to win the games that you got to win. And you know, Northwestern is lucky having a pretty easy schedule this year, but this is a game that they need to win. And I know this is a game that Iowa really needs to win after going 0-1 for the first time in like six years. So it's it's going to be another one of those games that someone's going to walk away not too happy. But, you know, I think I think it's going to be fun to watch and definitely should be some good football. It's funny you bring up the rivalry thing because, yeah, Iowa has several trophy games each year. And, and you know, a couple of those mm-hmm. are, are in, in conference or in division. Uh, and yet you're, you're exactly right. This feels like a rivalry that just for whatever reason has never been acknowledged outside of kind of these two fan bases. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's certainly been fun, um, but not always. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the wins are great, and the, the losses really hurt. Yes, absolutely. She is Leah Essimacopoulos. She's the editor-in-chief at InsideNU. You can follow them on Twitter, at InsideNU. Uh, and she's on Twitter, at, uh, is it Lassie Mac? I, I guess L-A-S-S-I-M-A-K. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, and, and a shout-out to you guys. Um, I you know Teddy Greenstein was my guest on this podcast a year ago from the Chicago Tribune, and when I reached out to him last week, he said, actually, I'm, I'm leaving the Trib, but uh, yeah. you should reach out to Inside NU because uh, they do great work over there. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you as well. Well, hopefully the Hawkeyes can bounce back, find some rhythm on offense, eliminate some of the mistakes, get Spencer Petras into a groove, and get him his first win as a Hawkeye starter. This is a big spot for Iowa. Northwestern game always feels big, but this one especially. You can get the latest Hawkeye coverage, HawkeyeNation.com. Stay tuned to the podcast feed. We will have you covered up until and through game day this Saturday afternoon. Thanks for listening. Go Hawks! (laughs) 